Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to Stories Around Azeroth. I am always, as Pete Titans Creed Nethercoat, joined by my usual gnomish cohort in crime, one Mr. Frasley-tastic. How are you, sir? I am doing great. It oh. is amazing. I'm 14. Oh. Sorry, I was just going back to classic, reliving my, oh, my, my right. glory <laughs> I'm quite sure 15 years ago takes you a little bit back than 14. If you are watching us on the vidcast, uh, I do appreciate every single one of you. But if not, uh, if you are, you'll see a great number of faces on the screen right now. And if you listen to us audibly, you'll be hearing from them very shortly as I go around the room. First of all, we have members of Spewfire, that lovely dragon-powered studio Discord. They've all come to join me to talk about WoW Classic as it's hit its launch this week. So as I go around the room, I will say hello to one Sil from Whispers of War. How are you doing tonight, my darling? I'm good. I'm good. I'm trying not to get killed while I'm um, feeding my addiction. The, the classic grab is too much, clearly. <laughs> hello to, across the pond to Michael, a.k.a. Acid Tears of the Blue Recruits and the Genome Project. I noticed that little slip there, but hello, um, it's good to be here. I am currently taking a small little break from the addiction. Um, some of us can pull ourselves away, but I am looking at Syl's glasses to try and see where she is in the world. <laughs> uh, also joining me is uh, Tom the Knight of The Blue Recluse and Three Extra Lives. Oh, hello, Pete. Good to be here. Uh, you finally got this show on at a reasonable time. A reasonable time. Them, them EU times. Yeah, EU. Well, well, who knows? We might go to it a little bit now, uh, a little bit earlier now that Mr. Frasley is uh, a little bit more free on a Sunday. Also joining us is, and I'm going to apologize if I butcher the Twitter hander, uh, Amanda, otherwise known as Falamoya Krava of Geek Herring on the uh, Dragon Power Studios Discord. How are you, my darling? Hey, Pete. I am doing really well. And that was great pronunciation of my name. Superb. Uh, joining us as well is Marty from Sleepless in Copenhagen, uh, also of the Blue Recruits. How are you, sir? I am awake. Uh, I guess I'm sleepless. So, yeah. Hi. <laughs> and uh, finally, but by no means least, one Mr. Flame Flash. I apologize if you're on a podcast. I don't think you are, but you are a resident in the Dragon Powered Studios Discord and uh, wanted to join us as well. How are you today? Greetings. Well, I'm also a... Uh regular of starry seas which is a DD streaming group so oh, well there we go brilliant stuff um so we'll, we'll get into it uh how have you all found wow classic so far like were you hype pre-classic launch or did you get into the flow post the launch because i know that the hype didn't really grab myself in the lead up to classic but i, I got into it you know as the day really hit and i was there with a great number of the folks that are in the call uh, when it went live as well, so yeah. Sil, why don't we start with you? How did you find it? Were you were you hyped <laughs> pre-launch or did you just get into it post-launch? It's really weird because I was not hyped when they actually uh, announced it on BlizzCon because I thought, why would I want to go back to Classic? I, I've done that. I have no interest. And it wasn't until I think two or three months ago that um, I started to feel the hype from the community. And then I got into the, um, the beta, which is a weird concept for me for a game that I've already played. Um, and and I, uh, yeah, I got addicted then. And I, the hype was real. I uh, I took a week off and that was it. Brilliant stuff. Uh, I, 
Tom and Amanda, you guys have been playing together a little bit. Like, uh, did you get the the buzz pre-launch, or did you get did you find your groove going into it? Well, I, I've I've been like turbulent with classic hype because I fell out of love with retail, and I was looking forward to classic. Then I fell back in love with retail, and I was like, I don't need classic. Then suddenly it was the launch was here. Everyone was on Discord. There's just this magical kind of feeling that you no usually get for new expansion for Warcraft, and I think I just fell into that. And obviously, Amanda being in the same space as me as well, I think that lingered off, and she hadn't played uh, the World of Warcraft vanilla. She came in around Mr. Pandera, and that's when we started playing together, so this was going to be all new for her. So, yeah, I, that's kind of how I fell into it. Amanda, we, did you did you feel the hype too? Yep. Um, like Tom said, I didn't play classic, so I didn't really know what to expect um, at all about it, to be honest. And when we were all hanging out in Discord uh, the night of the launch, I had no intentions of playing. I was like, oh yeah, I've got an alliance character, like it's in there. And then everyone was like, oh, make a horde. So there we went to horde and. Then I logged in and I was like, oh, this is cool. And yeah, so the hype was born kind of very last minute. And I'm I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot. It's there. Oh, brilliant stuff. Flame, yourself. Um, hype pre-launch, hype post-launch. Where did you get into it? Um, for me, it was feeding off of my teenagers, actually, who are both... <laughs> who were in diapers during Classic or non-existent. <laughs> so watching them get excited for it is more what got me excited for it especially okay. on launch day when he's spamming me my oldest is spamming me skype videos of elwyn forest just jam-packed with people <laughs> that's pretty cool um marty yeah because i think uh there's about three people who have played a lot of classic in here right now and you're one of them so like how have you found it i was so hyped for uh classic coming out in 2004 um this time around not so much <laughs> uh i i don't know i i felt like i've been there i've done it i liked the i liked the idea of classic uh i, I think i had the the you talked about it on the blue close that i would i would love to go back and you know, uh, do the rating and actually complete everything because we never completed everything back in classic. But, uh, but also knew that you know leveling it just takes a while. But, but then on, it happened on the launch day. Method started streaming the the race to world first, and I started watching that. And obviously, all of us we were on 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 Discord and playing together. And all of a sudden, that that bug just bit me, and and uh, and and here here I am, almost a week later, and. Uh, proud level 22 uh so I, I i guess i'm into it brilliant and michael yourself like i've i've been hyped since i think it was announced uh even before then when we were discussing it on the blue recluse i was pretty excited the concept as somebody who never played pre-cataclysm i was really excited to see the world as it was before get to experience the game as what it used to be because i am one of those that is able to disassociate classic versus modern without really saying like this one sucks and this one is good they're both completely different with some similarities and i am personally loving it i think i've only logged into retail once since classic has launched i'm only level 15 
but I'm having a blast and I can't wait to start doing some dungeons and start getting out there with a group of people. Super. And I mean, you, you raise a good question. I mean, uh, yourself, you, you mentioned that you started playing in a, in a post-cataclysm world. Flame, you said your kids obviously started playing in a post-cataclysm world, I'd imagine, if they've ever played retail. Amanda's post. Uh, were the rest of us all there when Vanilla... I do apologise, I did skip over Frasley talking about his classic hype. <laughs> we'll get back We'll get back to you in a second, my Nobody friend. Nobody cares about Frasley, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Look I right mean, over me, with, 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 the, with the way that gnomes do look in classic, they are far more pontable, I'll be fair. Um, but yeah, um, it, I think it's very weird in the way we look at it in a, in a pre and a post cataclysm world. Um, the excitement, I think, very much differs for the people that played post cataclysm because they're now experiencing a world, or at least to some degree, a version of that world that a lot of us did when we were noobs to World of Warcraft in general and, like, didn't know the world. And I suppose it's a question for those of us that played vanilla and now seeing Classic. How are you tackling that, going into that, with the amount, 15 years' worth of knowledge that you now have going into Warcraft? That's an interesting thing that you bring up because I kind of realized when I was playing in vanilla... I did not know the mechanics and I didn't, I kind of just fumbled around. I, I got into multi core raiding. I don't know how, now, and now I'm like, how was I even a multi core raider? I didn't know half the stuff I know now. So it's kind of taking what I've learned in WoW and gameplay and moving that into classic. And it's, it's fun now. I, I'm actually minimizing or, or min maxing in some ways what I was doing. And I'm kind of trying to find the best way, the best spec. Like I'm actually going to take talents very seriously. And you didn't roll a gnome this time, so that's a that's a big step in the right direction no, I, too. I did it's a, a big gnome step mage. up, some might say. <laughs> I just can't get on my gnome mage because of the long queues. <laughs> IQ times, did you say? IQ? Or, no. Obviously. The IQ is higher, so... Well, I mean, the gnomes do have an, a buff to intellect, I guess, so, um, saying that. I mean, uh, it sounds like everybody who's playing Classic is enjoying it, uh, or are you hitting those cues and not enjoying the cues? I mean... I I, I had a, I a few days... <laughs> I had a few days in the in the beginning of the week where there was a lot of queues on on the server I'm on because I I had to go to that thing uh, called work um, and then came home after work where a lot of other people came home and so I, I was I was getting into two hour queues and I was like yeah I, I'm I'm not up for that uh, but towards the middle of the end of the week I learned by my mistake and took off work a little bit earlier got home just logged in I didn't necessarily start to play but I logged in. So I was in, and then I did my my chores, and then I was ready. So, um, so so once I'm in, I'm I've, I've really been enjoying everything, and I think I'm I'm a little bit surprised about how much that I'm actually enjoying it, um, because I'm I'm having so much fun. I'm having a blast with it, even though that I know pretty much exactly where everything is, and I know, and that's a lot of things where I don't know where it is as well. There's a lot of things that I've forgotten. So. And I, I don't know where anything is. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I am roaming around like a lost puppy. Like, I swear, most of my 12 hours of game time, I may be level 15, but it was just spent doing, 
the wrong professions and um, just trying to figure out where the heck everything is. I think the queue time has a weird payoff because yes, it's really, really long at some points of the day, but if you committed to like, yeah, like doing a Marty, let's just say, just coming home, jumping in the queue, when you finally do get in, you almost feel like, well, I've committed to the queue this long, I've got to go and sit and play for a couple of hours. At least I can't just do what I would do maybe in retail is, you know, jump straight in, run around Boralis, go, what the heck am I doing? And just log off. You know, you, you feel like you've put that time into the queue that you're going to actually get something from that too. Mm -hmm. I'm also making use of the long queue times. Like I'm finding that I'm taking some time to go and do chores or make food or, you know, just it's kind of active waiting time and it's kind of cool because like Tom says, you're not logging in and be like, what am I even doing here? Because it's just, just a totally different experience with the whole wait makes it feel worthwhile. Fair enough. And I'm playing, I'm playing on EU servers living in the, living in North America. <laughs> so the queue times I rolled, um, I do have an NA character that I logged in on the first day and it was about a two hour, two and a half hour queue. And I haven't touched him since because I just simply look at the queue when I get home and I do have an alternative. So why wait when I could just jump over to my EU character, which is currently right now my main. Okay. Anyone else? Like, I, Sil? I, I mean, I logged in normal times that I would go to work. So I was up at 6.30, and that's when I logged in. Um, still doesn't log out. That's, no. why she's still right now. <laughs> that's why she's still playing right now during the podcast. You can't log out. That's it. That, that's basically how I had to play it. You don't log out. No, um, I log in very early in the morning, so there's no queue. And then about 5, because my, my partner comes home at 5, I'm actually going to be good then. I'm like, okay, well, I'll log off for the evening now because there's no way that you would get into our server at that time or you have like four-hour queues. So that was my queue of, okay, you need to start going to bed. And then I woke up at like, you know, I went to bed at about 10 and I thought, oh, actually, I'm not that tired. Oh, let's see what the queues are like. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden I was playing until like two o'clock in the morning. Party <laughs> like it's 2004. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I feel myself in, in my old, old habits from 2004 and five, uh, where I'm, uh -oh. as Sil is logging out at, at looking at the clock and I'm like, oh, it's midnight. I should probably log out, but I just quickly need to run to Thunder Bluff, which is, you know, on the other quest. side of the world, just run over there and quickly deliver a quest and, and Hearthstone back. And then I'm like, oh, I should also quickly look at my professions. And, oh, there's also uh, this thing over here and my skills I need to buy new off. And, and then all of a sudden it's 2, 2 a.m. And I'm like, oh, I need to go to work in five hours. I should probably go to, get <laughs> oh, to bed now. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, um... I think the the biggest talking point for this week is obviously the the classic race to world first that's been presented by Method and their partners over in America. Um, there, there there's a lot of people as this has progressed, a lot of people misunderstanding what their original intention was to be. Like they were to get to sixty, that was part of it, but then there was also getting to Ragnaros and Anixia. Um, at time of mm -hmm. recording. Um, uh, Joker D uh, was a mage who was the first to 60. Congratulations to him. And uh, the guild on EU called Apes, uh, EU Power represent, 
um, was the first to down Ragnaros and Onyxia. So it's odd. Um, a lot of these players were very private server heavy and they, they'd they been practicing a lot of the leveling structure as well. Not sure how many of those were actually on the beta per se. I'm not going to assume a lot. But um, it, it's very odd because the, the classic race to world first is still going on until at least, I believe, Tuesday and the end of the weekend. Mm -hmm. Because Tuesday is when the majority of the casters return home. So, I mean, for those who... I know Marty's been a pretty avid watcher of the Classic Race to World First in the last week. Yes. Um, how have you found it? Particularly, we'll start with you. How have you found the Classic Race to World First? Uh, I it's... I personally have found the, the presentation of the, the live stream a lot better than the Eternal Palace. Um, yes. Especially in terms of the caster talking and everything else. Um, but the chat is Twitch chat and will forever be a pain. But how have you found it, Marty? Well, Twitch chat is turned off by default uh, when I go into large streams like that. Uh, the only time I actually have chats open is when I visit uh, your stream or, or Tom streams the, the, the small uh, uh, to medium. I don't know how large anyone here is, but uh, 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 streamers, then I haven't offended anyone, I hope. Um, but yeah, no, I've, I've turned it off. I, I, I turn, turn it off uh, because people is just, yeah, idiots. Sorry people. to say, uh, yeah, uh, people are just Twitch. Twitch chat is just Twitch chat. But besides that, you, I, I agree with you. The production value is so good this time. They're in Vegas. It's it's a huge set. The production people are on spot. So when when the casters are talking about something, they just switch to it's so snappy. Where a lot of the other times, it it's clear that it, it's really, you can see that it, it haven't been professional people up until now, or at least you know just semi-professional people. Because this time everything has been on point. Uh, so I really feel it's it's been really great. I think the only thing this time around is that usually with the other races, it's been in the EU. So obviously it's more EU-friendly times. So a lot of the time when I'm like, oh, during the day, I want to watch some some of the stream thing, then they're actually going to bed in, in the US. So, you know, you, you get the night shift and the night That's shift. That's why they lost. That's why they lost. <laughs> they went to bed. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, but I mean, that's a small, minor detail. Uh, I, I guess it's that's how it is normally for the U.S. people when these races go on. So, um, I, I can't really complain about it. Um, and I think the casters all around have been really good, and I love that they had like uh, uh, private server people in there as well. Uh, yeah, the, some of the Australia boys and, and those those yeah. people. Yeah, so it, I mean, those people—they were so knowledgeable when they were on the on the uh, caster bench. It was amazing to just hear them talk about. Oh, and then on level seven, you get that spell over here, and on level fourteen, you need to do this. And they just knew everything, and it was just—it was so cool to to just listen to them uh, talk about all the knowledge that they knew and uh, knew about and things like that. So overall, I, I think it was, it was really, 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 really cool. Has anybody else been watching the live stream at all? Michael, what have your thoughts been? Um, so, initially, I can actually care less about this whole race to 60 and Ragnaros and all that, simply because, I don't know, like, I'm more interested in me playing Classic and me being involved with it, and don't you have it's two not that big of a deal to me. Um, I do, yes. <laughs> I actually have it on right now. Like, it's on right now. But... I don't know. Even when I've tuned in, I will say casters have been great. Um, I like getting that insight and just kind of seeing the production. Like, it's been really well done. But at the same time, 
it's not interesting to me to see Zulfarak being run 18 times, like, just back-to-back-to-back. Yeah. To back to back. Like, I get the concept of it. Like, obviously, they want to do that whole leveling and the most efficient leveling route, and this is how you go about it. But for me personally, that's not interesting in any way. Um, but... But I do feel like that is sort of like how the race normally works as well. That you you know you have the beginning of the raid where they're killing a lot of bosses. It's really interesting to see, and then they hit a hard boss, and they are just doing pull after pull after pull, and it gets a little bit less interesting. Now you've seen this boss for, for two days. Now you want to see something else, and then all of a sudden they get that kill. They move on to something else. I feel like it's sort of like the same because that's that's at least how I felt that there was time periods when, as you said, now we've seen Sulfuric for. Uh, for for the past past day, now we want to see something else, right? But uh, in a, in a sense, yes, I agree there. But when they're doing the race world first, like with the modern content, they're switching out to go do like, oh, we need to go do some mythic five mans really quick to like grab some stuff, or we need to do like just different things here and there. It is pretty similar, and to be honest, I don't know why I'm more interested in the current race to world first than this, but I'm just. When you say that, you I mean know, it's, just, you it's mean not all the, the the retail rating stuff or the yes, like I like watching and keeping up with the retail rating. So the world if first, they turn around, this is and, just I don't know. Uh, as a counterpoint, if they turn around and did classic race to world first Blackwing layer, and because all the leveling's out the way, is that something you're going to be interested in? Um, as of right now, no. I'd rather be playing the game. Um, and. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why. It's just I might get it as it comes nearer. But I just, right now, I care less. Tom? I've been watching it on and off throughout the week. And actually, I wanted to say I actually had Twitch chat on for a good portion of this. And actually, felt <gasps> pretty, pretty well moderated to a degree at the start of the week. I, like the moderators weren't like anything through. And I actually had to say, you know what? This is being moderated for an event that's this big and you only have to look at the numbers on Twitch to see how Warcraft has continually occupied the number one slot since launch of Classic and this was always going to be a popular place for people to hang out and actually as regards to the race not really interested I don't think the way it was uh, presented as in just farming dungeons over and over was ever going to be that interesting but it was interesting to hear people talk and I think I did something similar to Marty is just kind of have it on the background, but just listen to it audibly. I uh, took mm. a bit of interest when I saw four mages and a priest clearing dead minds and just <laughs> getting a bit nostalgic for old dungeons and seeing them get played through a little bit. But I think as a spectator mm. watching that, and there was a lot of other people participating in this that you couldn't really see. So in a way, it felt a lot like how competitive races like this were back in the day where there wasn't so much of that visual aspect even though there was a lot of people streaming but you didn't really know who yeah. was taking part and then it wasn't really until the last couple of days now we were like oh there's this bald mage who's almost level 60 and he's level he's the first and you know it was hard to kind of measure i found that method weren't really even updating their level list in real time and there wasn't like a way to really track who was where and what uh, people were posting in chats and uh, to to keep up with that, but in a way, it just felt a bit janky. But I think overall, I, I've enjoyed watching it. I've enjoyed capturing that nostalgia. But from a competitive side, I honestly I, I was not interested and couldn't really care who came first or second or whatever. Marty, you look like you're saying. Yeah, um, 
that, that that's one thing that's a, that I find sad. But also, I loved when this guy came on all the time, and that's the the it's Gusu. Uh, uh, yes. Every time he because he actually was not part of a group, he chose to go solo all the way. That he made his own personal rules that he could not grow up and stuff like that. And just watching him play, he played a rogue was so amazing. I mean, he was so the amount of times he was about to die and you know just make a clutch something a clutch save over and over and over again, and he did it so many times that I don't think we can actually call it a clutch save anymore. It's just that's just how good he is at it. Uh, that was amazing to see, and and I, I think he did became one of the the caster darlings as well to 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 watch because it was just so entertaining to 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 see him play. Uh, so every time he was on, that's that's when I was, was was watching primarily a thing. Or every time they did the dungeon thing, the dungeon farming, then I was just you know tuning out and, and doing my own thing. Something you you've all seemed to raise specifically is this big dungeon farm for levels, and it seems to have been something that's uh, I specifically noticed has come from the classic beta streaming side of things. That. Uh, a lot of people were just doing that so they could keep the quests and the high level quests to do stuff in their downtime and everything else and do those to push those uh, get those good items when there was a level cap on the beta to to actually be able to get those items so I think it's something that's come around a lot because of that because there's obviously as you've mentioned Gozu's had a PDF of the best places to go leveling and everything else mm. so it just seems to be one of the things and mages and their aoe if, if you've got a good team that can actually kill those stuff it seems to be good uh before we move mm. on anybody else watch the race to world first at all got anything they want to mention on it no i okay. didn't yeah no go on friends go on friends <laughs> no, no, no i i've not watched other than occasionally one thing that's interesting and why i like it got even defeat like like Anixia and Ragnaros got defeated by people that weren't streaming. There's a difference of philosophy between retail current and classic. Retail current's about getting there fast, getting there, getting there. Classic is about the the journey, about taking your time. And I think part of the reason why we enjoy the current retail is because we we're, we're so geared to clear this all fast. But with classic, it's the the, the journey, and we're not having as much fun if we rush. So... If we have so much. Well, I, I guess that's a very ob objective thing, right? Because I, I I like to enjoy things, but I like to be focused and do my thing. I mean, I'm level 22 now, yeah. even though I'm not has been, even though I haven't Rider. been able to play every day like like Sil. No, I'm, I'm just just bringing that up <laughs> as an example. You have to bring Sil in there with him. Sil too. No, I'm, it's, it's, just, it's just an example, right? That that when when I get going, I'm focused and I'm I'm doing my thing, and and but I'm I'm still enjoying it in, in that pace that I'm doing it. So I think those people who want to rush to to level sixty as fast as possible, that's the way they like to play the game, and and that that's perfectly acceptable yeah, as well. Rush to because level twenty two. I think I'm just getting I'm just getting tired of, of people saying, well, everybody should, you know, enjoy the, the, the ride to level 6. Everybody like, should yeah, enjoy it. Stop so... rushing to level 22. There's I... so much to see <laughs> in I the think, starting areas. I think that there is, because obviously, Frasley, you mentioned the difference between retail and classic. And I know I've mentioned this previously on a different podcasts before, but when classic came out, it was touted as being the more casually friendly MMO compared to everything else that was on the market. Final Fantasy XI required you to have a group beyond level 10 in order to do any outside world leveling and questing. And if you died, you lost XP. And the same was with the, a lot of the other MMOs. You could even see that in DevTales for Classic, they were they took out the fact that you'd lose XP on death. 
So the fact that the WoW was more touted as a single-player MMO that you could play that was more casual-friendly. And there were a couple of things, I believe it was mentioned actually on the Classic Race to World First stream, that as expansions have come on, it's become more time efficient to level and do everything else. Like originally in Classic, getting to level 60 would take four days. Now, uh, the, the record for hitting level 60 in current retail is like four hours played. So the way the game has progressed over time has become more time efficient because when the game first came out it was directed at the eight of us 15 years ago and how much more free time we had you know while we we're in college and you know university and finding all the free time to play between there 15 years later we're all late 20s i still have the same time late <laughs> late <laughs> 20s mid 30s maybe older and everything else we don't have as much free time as we had without specifically taking that and to play retail WoW with the the free time we have, you can specifically dedicate. I mentioned how it takes me two hours to do my Azerite stuff and my rare stuff, and then I'm done on my main, and I've got the rest of the day to myself. Um, to, to put the time in to do classic WoW back in there against what I had today, I don't have the time to put in to do the stuff that's required to get the... Like, before we knew what you could do now, you know, especially with the 1.12 gear levels that's in Classic WoW. Like, you had to get, gain specific resistance gear and have your pots and everything else. It's obviously proven that 15 years of intelligence obviously changes the way the end game works. You know, you, you don't need to be geared to the nines to take these things out. You've got knowledge of tactics and the, high, the, better, the better gear scaling of gear. But I mean, technically, you didn't need to have all the best gear 15 years ago. Technically, you, if you knew what you were doing, uh, because I, I feel like what 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 was it we, we did? Tom, remind me here when we did uh, Molten Call with the least people. What was it like? Twenty five people or something like that that we yeah, killed it about with that number. Yeah, uh, and I mean, twenty eight. Marty was the exact number. Just you know, to be precise. There we go. So, 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 I mean, I, I think that was that was classic. That that, that was the encounters that you you were like, yeah, you need to. I mean, you can bring for, uh, forty, but we know that half of those people don't know what they're doing, so we'll scale it after that. I mean, that's true. But then, even classic well was still difficult, even back in Burning Crusade. I remember, mm. I remember going to uh, Zulgarub. Don't we have to call it Vanilla Wow? Otherwise, we're gonna cause yeah, classic sure. Wow. So, so uh, back in back in Vanilla Wow, I remember going to Zulgarub at sixty-two. So I'm already two levels over the cap. I've got some better leveling gear and everything else. People got snotted because they didn't know what to do. We went in there with twenty-five people at level seventy, thinking we're gonna overgear it. We're gonna overlevel it. Did you go to Sulgurub with 25 people no, in a 20-man instance? we went to Naxxramas with 25 people at level 70, oh, okay. and we got snotted by um, <laughs> by Patch. That, that like, some of the classic content was still hard, and I, it'll be interesting to see as they get closer with 1.12, as they get closer to Ankaraj and Nax, how how well they're able to just walk over stuff, because it definitely gets difficult as stuff goes mm. further. Yeah, because they're walking over Molten Core right now. Like, I'm just looking at it, and it's just like, yeah, you have a few people dying here and there, but they're just, like, rolling through as if, like, it's just another day, just a bunch of people here. And they're not even geared uh, as efficient as they could yeah. be. But obviously, mm -hmm. not everybody... Sorry, Sil, go ahead. 
I think what we shouldn't forget is that 15 years ago, when all of these big dungeons and raids came out, one, we didn't have communication like we do nowadays with Discord or anything like that. It was all mm -hmm. really bad team speak and uh, people and then microphones or... Yeah, and writing letters that. to each other. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you didn't have streams or videos or YouTube wasn't such a big thing, so you didn't know the tactics, you didn't see different ways of how to do certain things very efficiently, very quickly. And the same goes for for tactics. We had maybe ThoughtBot and that was about it. Yep. Um, to tell you, okay, you need this, this, and this, but nowadays, there's, <laughs> there's so much, there's so much out there to help you with, with just playing yeah. to a higher standard compared to 15 years ago. So yeah, no wonder people are doing it a little bit better. And then we have 15 years of experience as yep. well playing this game. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and just, just as an example, I recently played through The Last of Us if anyone has, has tried that game. And playing it the first time, it took me such a long time. Uh, playing it the second time around here, uh, so because my girlfriend wanted, I wanted to show her the storyline. It took us like, well, I think it was three nights and then we were through the game. Uh, so, you know, just first of all, getting better at gaming. Second of all, knowing what, what's coming uh, helps a lot, I think. And in the add-ons wise, uh, Tom brought up on the Three Extra Lives that the Guild Dauntless, they cleared a a heroic raid without voice comms and they're using add-ons and different things so, so it shows we have some amazing tools nowadays to do things in the game oh yeah absolutely i, I completely agree and everything else but um before we move on i, I do want to say like because we haven't heard from a lot of people here like flame and uh amanda specifically um a lot of us are old old time players uh, some guys are new but a lot of us aren't just playing to get to 60 and doing stuff how are you finding the game just just in general like being new to vanilla i mean i guess mike can uh weigh in on this as well how do you find playing something which is essentially an old game but new to you i've been enjoying the differences between classic and retail uh and it, it's different to me because like like you say I'm, I'm new to to classic it's an old game but it's new to me and doing the whole like there's no quest markers, which I'm finding like, where the hell do I have to go? Like, I am getting lost an awful lot. And, um. Oh, my overlay's <laughs> broken. There we go. Okay. <laughs> no, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Go ahead. Keep going. Um, yeah, buying your, um, you're leveling up your, your class is yeah. is new to me just like all those things which honestly if i wasn't playing with tom i don't think i would know how to do it because it's not to me it's not that clear right you know and yeah like even even still like in retail i've got absolutely no idea what professions i'm supposed to pick right but it's even i find it even more now because i feel like it they matter whereas in retail it actually i I've never used my professions once, but now like Marty's making bags and sending them to us. Michael's leveling up the whole wrong thing and he's really mad about it. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like they, they matter. And so it's, it's oh, all, warriors, it's, it's a really, really lever working. Warriors need lever working. And, and I can they can make bags. I think, I think you're onto a good point there. Like I think professions matter a lot more 
because there's more of a leveled gap and a leveled distance. Like, mm -hmm. every 5 slash 10 levels that we've had per expansion, professions don't matter as much when you're leveling because you'll out-level the gear that you get given. Especially where everything scales yeah. now as well. So, yeah, no, I, I can see where the professions are a thing. Um, Flame, how are you finding the game? Well, I'm, like I said at the beginning, living vicariously through my teens a bit. They... I come home from work and they share with me all of their classic stories like going out and grinding for linen cloth so that they can get those bags and when I log in I've got four bags waiting for me in my mailbox because they've made me bags. Uh, I, oh, I know I know That's we, what I did wrong I know, 15 years ago. I, I should we, have gotten kids. I know we all used to joke about it to our friends who had kids while they were growing up playing well about getting them to be the slaves for to get your gold grinding and everything else. You sir, you've actually done it. Congratulations to you sir. The the true winner of waste roll first. <laughs> <laughs> That's a long it, race. It was a 17 year investment there but it worth it was worth it. Your moment has come. About my connection again, uh, Michael. Uh, yeah. um, for me, for me, has been absolutely amazing on so many different levels. One, it is pretty much what I expected it to be. I wanted it to be this, um, like a throwback to when I used to play games like Final Fantasy, and I would have to like grind mobs in order to get gold to buy an item and things like that. And I'm really enjoying that aspect of it. I am enjoying the professions, even though. Okay, so I do play retail quite a bit. I raided, but I've never done leatherworking, and I could have sworn that leatherworkers made bags. And when I logged in, I was like, this bag space is horrible, so I'm going to get leatherworking. I'm going to transform a skin into a nice bag, and it's going to help me. So I've been leveling leatherworking, and I was at like 60 with skinning, and everything was just going well. And then today, Tom was like, wait, leatherworkers don't make bags? And I was like, I was like, you gotta be kidding me! This that's not true, is it? And My, Michael, <laughs> just give, give me your character name, and I'll send send you a six slot bag. No, Michael, I don't want just, that bag. I got a bag. Just kidding, Michael. Level workers do make bags. Level workers do make bags. Wait, wait no, Marty, I don't six slot more. Because... No, you're saying that because you know that I deleted leather workers. <laughs> <laughs> I still want a thirty-two slot bag. Yes, but. <laughs> But I'm enjoying it immensely. Like just the that little bit of grind that I was expecting is there. The grouping of with random people has been there. It's I've only ran into a few jerks. Damn Torin, if you I'm know, sorry. you know who you are. You s slaughtered Ivar before us. Um, <laughs> didn't invite <laughs> us to the group. Um, but I like that and kind of counter to what amanda said where there are certain things that aren't explained that kind of like push you away for me it's those things that aren't explained that draw me in because right. i'm like oh i want to i want to know about that i want to see what's going on i want to know more about this and i enjoy reading the quests to see what's going on um <gasps> the reading. overlay has just kind of like I exploded I'm but it's, it's all fine. good um so yeah, I'm enjoying it immensely. Like this is what I wanted from it, and like I said, and I haven't played anything else since this has been a thing. Michael hasn't even mentioned, you know, that he's playing on EU, and that's probably the, you know the number it. one reason. I mean, but he hasn't mentioned it enough. Uh, that's probably the number <laughs> one reason why he's enjoying. Uh, 
back in Warcraft, actually playing with people, you know, awesome people. Sorry, Francie. Um, oh! you know, just... <laughs> <laughs> but also, uh, also the, the one thing that that I, I I've thought already on day one was amazing was that. In, in just those few hours, well, I think I played a little over an hour on, on launch night. Mm -hmm. Just in that hour, I, I had more, you know, uh, runnings in with, with random people, I, uh, talking to random people that I think I've done in retail in this expansion. Uh, and just, you know, just talking to people, grouping up, doing stuff together. And, and, and I think that's amazing. And it's something that I really feel like retail is missing and has been missing for such a long time unless you have a you know a set group of friends that you play with true that i feel hurt but i was gonna say that when it comes to the retail side of things i found the grouping up specifically uh, happens more in mechagon than it does anywhere else you know i know it's retail talk compared to the classic version of the episode that we're talking about right now but it does happen i find mechagon's the better place for it but it does happen Pete, stop trying to defend retail. Retail's dead. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I do agree with you, uh, Pete, uh, that because I had, an, I think, in the very first time I went to Megagon, I had like a five-hour run with uh, four other random people, and they all stayed to the end, and and, I'm, and I was like, this is amazing. This is this is like, I, this is how I want. The game to be all the time because I mean if if Scylla, the Scylla, the 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 Wailing Caverns run Sill and I did the other night if that had been on retail I mean people would have been had been leaving that group you know faster than Sill could conquer up some some water drinks for for me so uh, so, got, so yeah I, wanna, I really really enjoyed that I wanna I wanna hear hashtag stories from Classic Wow when you guys get to Maraudon uh, Moradon what. <laughs> Ooh, looking forward for that. <laughs> Going on with what you said about about people not being d disposable, I still remember in in vanilla, we went into Stratholme and we had a tank that was just awful, and the name was Smuckers. And instead of kicking them, <laughs> wow, name shame, name shaming. Hey, hey, uh, this is why I don't do. This is why I don't want to do any any dungeons because Frasley is going to throw me out there and be like, yo, we had a shit tank the other yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, but Michael, Michael, it's fine because he plays on, you know, that smelly US server and you'll be playing with the good EU people. It's fine. What was no, his email address, Frasley? Smuckers did an amazing job and really tried and and, and our, our guild member, we were on Ventrilo talking with them and at one point one of the people in our, in our guild was like, Smuckers, with a name like that, he's got to be good. <laughs> Jesus. Plot um, twist. Smuckers was Frasley. That's it. That's it. He's just <laughs> upping himself. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, I mean, I think it, it sidelines into uh, the last kind of question slash talking point I want to do before we wrap things up today is are you, the people that have been enjoying Classic, are you going to sidestep into playing Classic as your main version or are you going to keep playing retail and dip into it in a retail lull? Because there's a, uh, those of us that do play retail, I think there's a large variety in what we do in the game between raiders to people who play casually to people that level many many alts and do all the various things in wow so i mean where's your direction do you think you'll just side switch into vanilla uh, into classic i nearly called it vanilla again uh into classic wow uh as a as a main thing or or are you gonna use it more as a side thing compared to retail i might have a unique answer to the group okay well you can go um, first then okay thank you uh 
I think I'm falling into the place where I want to go full time on an RP server in retail, where a classic I'm enjoying the element of like the situations that it's bringing to meet new people. But there's still part of me that's holding back a little bit because I know classic is only going to be for so long where we'll get to this point where we probably run out of things to do. I've already been through that journey. I'm still happy to go on that journey, but I know that it's not this open-ended road that maybe retail is. And I think I just want to get comfortable doing that on retail and recently wrote some RP characters with Marty and Amanda and had a lot of fun doing that. And that captured a little bit of pre-classic excitement before classic came out and having a lot of fun on that. And I feel like th th there is a lot of difference between classic and retail, but I feel like we're only a few small changes away from being able to capture the magic of classic and bringing it back into retail. Tom, I remember how you were back in those days. I mean, I didn't like you back then. I mean, now we have the unique, <laughs> un the unique chance to make up for for how you were back then, and you're not going to to, to you, take it. Are you admitting you you like me now? <laughs> I can neither nor <laughs> confirm or deny that. Yeah. <laughs> how you doing with Marty? Because you, you've been back on the. I know you've been back in retail a little bit more haven't re of uh, recent time, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, until Monday. <laughs> um. What do you think you'll do with the future? Do you think you'll you'll mm. sidestep more into classic though? I think I'm enjoying classic right now because there's not a lot for me to do in retail. Uh, when the next patch of retail hits, though, I, I'm pretty sure I will be back in retail and grinding those pearls and whatever I need to do uh, to get that B mount. Um, but uh, but but when I run out of content, I could I, I think I could see myself come back to classic depending on where I am in the whole thing, uh, and uh, you know do another race to world first. Uh, Prasley, you yes. I think I think you play more WoW compared to all of us. I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I'm on like 27 WoW podcasts, so I I better be playing WoW. <laughs> Um, it's only 27? I know. Well, he's come back. He's, 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 he's he must have dropped off a few. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, if you left WoW because of BFA, so I, I had to come back. So, I mean, I mean, what, you, what are you going to do? Like, are you just going to jump between the two? Because, like, you, you as a person, you jump between, you are in retail, but you don't do raiding. You do leveling between your main characters, your Iron Mans, and you investigate a lot of the story like I do and everything else. But are you going to dip into Classic more and go back to that? Yeah. Especially classic on streams because there is that fun feel of, of like people watching it, people are interested, and like sometimes I I will have people like uh, Capo will will like roll a rogue and, and they have a rogue. So maybe definitely the grouping aspect. Current's gonna be my focus. Like uh, like if I have the thing like Pathfinder, I'm gonna make that the focus. But then I think classic it'll be just a fun journey to see what it's like, where it is. I do agree with, I'm trying to think of it was Tom or Marty, who said, there is a point where there'll be nothing to do in Classic. And I, I hate to say it. And that's where I don't want to put all my focus on Classic. because. But that's, that's at least it. three weeks away. Yeah, at least three weeks. <laughs> well, for me, probably like six months. Because you said four <laughs> hours for current WoW to get to, to max level? 
That's the that is so the long. current world record is slash played as four hours. Okay, I'm obviously playing. Well, I'm a bad. Game anyway, so. Uh, flame. Yeah, well, for me, I purposefully rolled on an RP server in Classic, so that when the content that I feel the questing runs out, I have that other place to go with the role-playing. I've got that level 60 at that point. I'm trolling or whatever I happen to be doing in RP, and I'll be able to take and enjoy a completely different facet of the game that when I was a noob, I screwed up and went, oh, a normal server. I bet that can do everything. No, no. If they look at you like, what the crap are you doing trying to RP with me? Are you trying to hit on me right now or what <laughs> those and... out of character size and everything else like that exactly seriously i feel like flame flash has figured everything out about the game he got That's his it. kids to grind for him <laughs> he has set up you know the future with rpa everybody we should follow his example re-roll let's go there are very few queues in uh, the RP servers over here in the U.S. as well. That's why earlier on, with everybody complaining about queues, I'm like, queues? You guys are still seeing queues? I haven't seen queues since They've, the first day. Uh, the queues have gone down a lot, uh, and I think they'll start to fade down shortly. But, um, yeah. Amanda, I presume I presume when it comes to retail, you'll, you'll mostly be using it, as Marty said, for your RP group. See, I am not done everything on my main because I, I, in retail, I took a break between when we went away in September last year. and I've only been resubbed for less than a month. So I still have quite a lot of content to catch up on um, and I've been, I've been enjoying it. But because it's something that I do with Tom, I only play like my main on retail with Tom. Um, so I've got a couple of characters that I also play like otherwise. Um, and then the same with classic, like I had said originally to Tom, cause he was like, I don't know if I'm really going to play. I was like, well, I want to play. I want to experience the whole thing because I've never seen this before. So this is something that I really want to see. So I know for me, I'm going to be trying to split my time at least like try to get at least the, the reps in BFA up where they need to be so that I can get flying and, um, mm -hmm. while still trying to experience classic and play and, maybe one day be able to be the same level as everybody else that has been playing for like all day, every day, Sil and Marty, um, to try to <laughs> catch, catch up with your levels and maybe like do dungeons and stuff. Because no, as... you don't have a chance, Amanda. Just give up. We, Just we've give lost up. them. We've Mar lost Marty's Amanda, going away Amanda. for a week, Tom. We have, we have a chance. <laughs> Amanda, if you need any bags, just let me know, but don't tell Tom. <laughs> I need bags. Don't tell Not Tom. Not Marty's used bags. Oh no. I think Mike bought some bags. <laughs> Oh, hand me downs. They're uh, the worst. Sil, you you've obviously been playing a lot of uh, classic, but are you gonna make a hard switch or are you gonna use it? As How many alls do you have, Sil? Do I really have to answer? That? <laughs> <laughs> um, to say, well, I, my my druid, who's also on classic, is level eleven now, so I kind of play two characters at the same time. Um, I I don't know. I find it very difficult because at the moment I'm enjoying Classic much more for the game, if that makes sense, yep. for actually playing the game. Um, I don't 
feel like I have to think about a lot of stuff. Whereas in BFA, there's so much going on. Like, for instance, professions, I don't even look at professions anymore because they just confuse the heck out of me. Um, so I, I stay away from a lot of stuff in, in the retail version just because I, I don't enjoy that. I only level really and I RP. That's what I do. Um, the, the other thing that I really like the classic is just the game itself, but also that for RP reasons, it's like a new fresh thing that I can start again. Because none of my characters have uh, set backgrounds anymore or any stories that have been going on for a long time. Um, and I don't have to keep into account anything that happened in Cataclysm and all those things, so it makes for an easier story. Um, I think at the moment I'll be probably more into Classic until it starts to die down. I have to see how big the community is in about four weeks when everyone's yeah. tokens run out. Mm -hmm and see if they will actually get the goal to, to get more tokens to resell. If that doesn't happen and the game just dies, then I'll probably go back full-time to retail because I need to be around other people, otherwise I Makes might sense. as well play the whole game. Makes so, sense. yeah, I, I don't know yet. For the moment, Classic is where my attention is, but I'll jump back into retail for the RP. That's fair. Michael! For myself, I think right now, Classic is my main um and i think i foresee it being my main for quite a while pretty much i'm holding it as the main until probably i see what the expansion for retail is going to be looking like so that's a that's a good amount of time away that's going to give me plenty of time to level up and do that's what i need to do in say. classic yeah and even if even if i hit that point where there's no more content for like my main character there are so many classes that I want to level up and experience. Like, I want to see the Warlock. I want to see what it's like to mm -hmm. go through that process of getting those demons and the Hunter of getting those pets. And I just want to see the different aspects of Classic and all the things that I was missing. I, I was a huge fan of JRPGs back in the day. And this is kind of scratching that itch that I haven't had in a long time. And retail is still there. I'll dive in here and there. You know, I still don't have flying in, in retail because I don't have my Mechagon rat. But Classic is still overwhelming that urge to jump in there and just even do a few daily quests uh, or world quests or whatever to get that little bit of rep. I still haven't even done that just because I'm like, nope, I want to play Classic. When I had to do Genome Project with Frasley, I was seriously like torn on what I wanted to do. I was like, didn't I, I kind of want to cancel on Frasley and Did, just play Classic. Didn't I actually turn around and make a joke in one of your streams that you guys should just do Genome in Classic? And Fraz, okay, classic. Now, Fraz was all yeah, like, yeah. With that. Fraz was like, I don't want to start from level one again. <laughs> but, and with it's Classic, we won't be 60 till like maybe 2025. Well, maybe if you only do one <laughs> level an hour, yeah. <laughs> well, Pete, you've seen the way that we do things. That is That's true. That's exactly that how true. it will go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, classic is classic is my jam right now, and um, I am one of those ones where I do see myself eventually if I get there, maybe trying to get into some of that end game content. But it's unlikely, so, at least from there, it's unlikely. But I could see I, myself I, going. I mean, I, I think I'm I'm with everyone here. Is let, let's wait and see in the next four weeks how everything looks like. But. I mean, if if there still is a community that wants to do this, and I have a feeling there is because there's a lot of private server people over here as well, right? Then 
I think I sort of um, I, I have like a secret goal that I at least want to do Molten Core and uh, Onyxia uh, in in Classic uh, that I would love to, to do and potentially do the other rate as well as, as soon as they get out. If I, um, if I had to choose one thing that I'd love to do again if I ever get to that point in Classic, it would absolutely be the Anixia Achievement Quest. I was ca I caught the beginning mm. of that on the the Race to World first stream the other day, and it brought back so many memories of just going through oh, Blackrock yes. uh, Depths and everything else. Oh, just going back to Blackrock Depths. Just going back to Blackrock Depths will be... I, I'm so looking forward to that. I, that. I mean, my goal is to at least get to 60 and and, and get through all that uh, because those those endgame uh, dungeons that, that are, is in Classic, I love them. I mean, I love all of them. Uh, maybe I still don't like Nomergan, um, but <laughs> besides besides that, all, all all of the other ones. Well, maybe not Stock Age. The Stock Age was was crap in, really? in classic. Oh, that was there's nice. nothing in there. There's no reason to go in there. So um, that's right. Hogger's not there yet. <laughs> um, exactly. Uh, but no, I, I really want to 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 jump into that end game content again. Um, so and I would love to rate video Michael. So let let's let's do it. Yeah, I, I think. All right, I'll work on it. I think I. You, you have a wick. I think I'm pretty much the complete opposite because I don't think I've been super bitten by the classic bug yet. Uh, I did level. I got to level five in the first hour when the when the servers went up, but due to life and everything else, I was just exhausted from the day behind. Only three hours sleep. <laughs> um, uh, but it's like. Uh, I've still got so much to do in retail. Like my current goal is hitting seventy on the Heart of Azeroth, and I'm like four weeks away from doing that. And I think once I've once I've hit seventy and done that quest chain, then I've got time that I don't have to go and do all the everything else, and I can like spend some proper time doing some classic stuff. So won't there be a catch up mechanic in the next patch? Anyway? It's not. It's not the point, buddy. <laughs> it's not the point. I want to hit be there it first. Gotta be there first. Come on. I probably won't be there first. But Pizza, a different race to world first that no one else is doing. <laughs> but um, I, I, I just want to see that level. Like, to me, like, it's the name of the podcast. It's the stories around Azeroth. It's the people that bring those stories and the stories that are in game that I want to see. I want to see that story that's behind making our own little demon soul that we're, we're carrying around our little neck, you know? Now, I want to I see the conclusion of that currently before we get more story to do with that. And when we do that. Story once once that's done i'll probably invest a lot of time but it sounds like i've got a, at least if i want to play with the rest of you guys i need to get some time in on classics so who knows uh we might see some leveling streams from me in the future yes Basley. one story i want to bring because we, we're talking about like current versus um classic like like where people like taking things from i think classic does have the ability to bring people back in capo was saying they were at a at, at the bank i think it was darnassus and all of a sudden there's this person who has a name that they recognize Found out that that's the person who came back to the game. Oh, so yeah. I think there's a big possibility we may see a return of a lot of players. As long as it's so, stays... I can tell you right now that the main tank in my guild has turned around and said that she has been talking to so many players that have come back to the game that left that have literally come back to classic. And it's just like she she had no intention of playing classic, but she spent about two three whole days in classic because her friends have come back to play and she's talking to them and enjoying such a them. casual such a casual <laughs> um <laughs> but it's it's just one of those things you're absolutely right it is bringing people back but as still said we have to see where the population is in about a month's time like we yeah. we 
we all know that there was a massive, great big amount of people held. There was more people coming back for the game than even Blizzard thought. They've panic opened many servers this week. They've implemented hotfixes to try and reduce queues and allow more people on those servers at a given time. But as we all know, where is that population going to be in a month after that one month sub runs out? You know, in um, my yeah, raid I'm... doing raggy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say this, is that if the numbers dwindle in Classic on, like, the, the area that I'm at, like, at least with the mindset right now, is that I will switch to wherever the numbers are. Like, I will okay. move to where the numbers are. Like, at least with my current mindset, like, before anything else has happened and before I've hit all that stuff, like, I would probably, if everyone was like, hey, we're all moving over here, I'd move over there. Okay. But I think that's a good time to end it. We are pretty much at an hour. It's been a fantastic talk, talking to everybody that you can see on the screen or you've listened to in the last hour but for the benefit of those people who do not know you then we will go through the socials and where you can find them Sil, where can they find you around the internet um many different places <laughs> you can find me on twitter at whispers underscore of underscore war um or the podcast is on whispers of and i stream occasionally on twitch um as mcmonkeys with two z that's me uh, Flame, can they find you around the internet in places? I lurk in Twitter, also as Flameflash, and then Twitch as Flameflash82, though definitely not as regular there. And then Dragon Power Studio uh, Discord is a nice place to find me too. Absolutely. Uh, Marty, where can they find you around the internet? They can find me in Goldshire at your local <laughs> RPG. I was going to say that, no! I was going to say you can find him in Goldshire. <laughs> That's the one that uh, for your gold, for your first <laughs> Giving away his used bags. <laughs> I'll meet you there, Marty. Uh, and on the internet, you can find me at Sleepless in CPH. Brilliant stuff. Uh, Amanda, where can they find you around the internet? You can find me personally on most social media sites at Falamoyakrava, and you can find my podcast at Geek Herring. Brilliant stuff. Tom? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Tom the Knight, and you can find my video game and trivia podcast, Three Extra Life. Three Extra Lives. That's everything. Twitch, social, website. It's all under that name. Michael? You can find me on Twitter at AcidTears111, or you can catch me on Twitch every Wednesday night with Frazzly, where we do the Genome Project. That's twitch.tv slash Recluse, and I try to occasionally stream here and there when I have time. Brilliant stuff. Mr. Frazzly, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at FrazzlyTastic, and you can find all my podcasts and streams at frazzly.com brilliant stuff yeah as always ladies and gentlemen you can find me on my main twitter at titans creed you can follow my gaming specific one which will retweet out all of my live stuff and everything else at gaming phoenix if you don't want to listen to my normal daily bollocks uh you can find uh vidcasts like this over on youtube.com slash project phoenix productions and you can find me live streaming between five to seven days a week at twitch.tv slash project phoenix productions from myself, from everybody else here, thank you very much for watching and or listening on whichever one you have chosen to do. We will see you next time for another episode of Stories Around Azeroth. And as Frasley likes to say, be zug, awesome. Zug, zug. Zug, zug. Lokta Oga. Thank you very much for watching, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you next time.